This is the Liberator Podcast from Giant Worldwide. Welcome to the Liberator Podcast. I'm Jeremy Kubitschek, and as always, I am with the amazing Steve Cockrum. Steve, where in the world are you today? <laughs> amazing. I, I love it, Jeremy. I'm actually not in London. I'm actually in Pawleys Island, South Carolina, where we used to live. And I might say, Matt Kirdial, at some point, just so everyone knows, that I'm truly enculturated into my beachside resort where we are with the family at the moment. Well, um, and by the way, what what would a uh, uh, what would the food shift to in South Carolina? What have you been? Because you've been in Atlanta, so what what was your favorite food then? Have you picked up anything new here in South Carolina? In South, well, we've only arrived yesterday, but having lived here a while, I do like my um, she crab soup, um, lump crab cakes. They're pretty good. Um, to be quite honest, most American food is just sensational, Jeremy. It's, is whether it's good for my waistline is usually the uh, the main discussion point as we head around this uh, wonderful country of yours. No, absolutely. Well, I I've been traveling as well. I've been in. People have been asking where in the world I've been because I've had two nights in my bed, uh, and since July the fourth until this weekend, and it was like what? And I look back at all the travel I've had, and we've been all over. We've been in Santa Barbara. We've been. Uh, in Atlanta, we've been in D.C. with you this last week. We've been traveling, so uh, vacation and and fun. So, uh, so Steve, how long are you in the states? Well, total, we're over here for six weeks, um, but we've done three now. So I've got all my girls with me. We've got two weeks now in Pawleys Island. Then we go to Knoxville, Tennessee, to um, see some of our giants there for our last week, and then we then we head back. But before you think that, uh, I know your schools a lot earlier than ours. Our poor girls didn't break up till July 22nd, so um, we get six weeks in the UK. So this is our summer vacation, and we come to the land of the free to enjoy all that America has to offer. So we love it here. Pawleys Island is like our spiritual home. It feels like pilgrimage every time we come back here. Oh, I love it. Well, and last week we had, um, Steve and I had a chance to be in Washington, D.C., and it was such a great time. We had some time with uh, a new client and new relationships and serving this massive um, company that's that's merging with another massive company. So it was just so fun to be uh, to be get, be together last week. And uh, so Steve, here we go. We're going to get after it. We've got a topic that we're going to bring you, the listener. Uh, the the topic of today is really uh, intentional versus accidental. And uh, but I know we want to start off with um, our concept of know yourself to lead yourself, which we uh, we we leverage and use constantly in the giant world to help leaders uh, really understand what it's like to be on the other side of themselves. So Steve, why don't you tee that one up, and then we'll we'll jump in. Sure. So, but we, but we basically say that kind of the more intentional you are in knowing yourself the greater your capacity to lead yourself and the, and others, I guess. And we all have tendencies. We all have things that are hardwired into our personalities and our DNA. Some of them are really positive tendencies. Others of them are less positive. And what we're really doing is making sure that people become at least aware of how they undermine their influence or the patterns of behavior 
that get ingrained over time that shape our actions. So if you imagine this idea, we have tendencies, those tendencies create ingrained patterns, and if we're not careful, they by default become our actions. Actions always have consequences that shape our reality in what we call our five circles of influence. That's basically our self-leadership, leadership of our family or close friends, our leadership of team, organization, the wider community. So the intentionality, Jeremy, versus accidental is the more we know our tendencies, the more we get a chance to observe our patterns and others helping us, we are actually then able to choose our actions intentionally rather than simply allowing what most people do is the accidental, well, you know, that's just me attitude of the way it goes. So that's Know Yourself for Yourself with a little bit of a segue into uh, the five circles of influence as well. Well, and the whole idea of, uh, if, you, if you take what you just said, so you have tendencies that lead to patterns and patterns have actions. Actions have consequences. Well, not all consequences are negative. I, mean, I think, you know, consequences are positive or negative. So I'm going to give you an example of something that happened last night. I was with my son. We were talking about this week. I said, buddy, Will, what's going on this week? He said, well, I've got two days, and, and this is football season in America. And so, um, you know, he's got football practice in the morning, and he's got football at night, and it's 100 degrees. So he was basically uh, talking about all of his buddies. Uh, they had all talked to each other, and they were all miserable before two days had even started. So he said, he, he goes, yeah, I get, he goes, it's going to be an awful week. We've got two a days. None of us are excited. Blah, blah, blah. He goes on and on and on. I said, all right, well, hang on, son. Let's think about this. So you're fighting for a position, right? Because this is when players prove themselves to the coaches during two a days. I said, so think about, think about this for a minute. Every other player, all the other players are already thinking it's going to be a miserable week. I said, what if you got intentional and thought about your week and actually got excited about it and looked forward to it and gave even 10% more than you would have anyway, what do you think that would do to your, to your chances for, for the position that you're trying to earn? And he just looked at me and goes, like that, that only works on you. Your, your leadership stuff, <laughs> he goes, he goes you're, you, you like to trick your mind. It's going to be hot and miserable. Do you want to do it? And I go, it's a, later that night, I, I said, hey, did that make sense what I was telling, telling you? He goes, actually it did. Actually, I get it. But my point is, is that some, some of what we're talking about in life, it's, it's the way that we think. It's a pattern that, that gets in our mind, right? And our pattern might just be the way that we think. If we're not looking forward to something, then that pattern leads us to an action where we may be less engaged, which leads us to a negative consequence. Versus in this illustration, if Will gets excited about actually two days, it'll show up in his attitude, he'll make, give it a little bit more percentage, which will actually have a consequence, positively, of getting him a starting position. You sold it to me, Jess, although I have to say I'm probably with Will a little more <laughs> on the idea of doing, doing training, out, training outdoors in 100 degrees. Only a connector could really truly get excited about that. But no, I, I, I take your point, Jez. I think, I think you should go and do a training session with Will just to prove to him in experiential reality how you can demonstrate that fact. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just say my neck. Air conditioned room with my gin and tonic. So there we go. That we go. But but the but the but the concept works, right? I mean, it fits into the story. Yeah, yeah. But the but at your to your point though, everyone uh, or not the majority of people live accidentally. So they parent accidentally. 
they think accidentally, they kind of like wake up and go, hey, what's going on in, uh, you know, at work today? They may think a little bit ahead, but most people let things come to them. And so my question to you would be, what, what are the ramifications uh, in, from your experience of being intentional? I mean, like, how have you seen intentional leadership, intentional lifestyles affect people that you've seen in your life? Good question. Um, I think what I'd say is that some people are by nature much more intentional than others. So, for example, um, I'm married to an ISFJ guardian nurturer, and I think you're married to an ISTJ uh, guardian uh, nurturer as well. Nurturer guardian, mine. And the reality is, if you happen to be someone who naturally has a tendency and pattern towards organisation structure, discipline, schedule. It's a lot easier, actually, to be intentional, I think, sometimes than it is for characters like you and me, Jeremy, who are by nature entrepreneurial. And so, therefore, I'll make it personal. The struggle of my life has been to discipline talent. So, in some ways, to be naturally talented is almost a curse um, because you're naturally pretty good at most things. and You're pretty good at just about everything. <laughs> the, difference between, the difference between what happens when you align natural talent with discipline over a consistent period of time, that's when you see transformational breakthrough in influence and in leadership. So for me, the absence of structure is not freedom. It's usually chaos because all of my tendencies veer towards self-indulgence, laziness, and ill-discipline. And I think it's why in some ways I personally really love the structure of work. I like a full schedule. I tend to be as intentional as I can with calendaring what I do because I just know if I don't do that, then it doesn't happen. And we, we meet and we work with a huge number of leaders of all different types and sizes. But the reality is those who've learned to discipline their time and discipline their talent over an extended period of time are always the people who outperform even the most naturally talented who simply live this chaotic accidental or oscillating backwards and forwards between accidental and intentional. And, um, you know, the last one for me would be is uh, it's one thing to learn to do it in one circle of influence. So I would say I'm pretty disciplined and pretty intentional in my team and organizational circles of influence. The place for me where it's the, always the biggest intentionality, and I'm in it right now, is when I'm with my family, when I'm actually choosing you know, to work part of the day, but also then to make sure there is very clear delineation so I'm actually truly present with them. So that's the bit for me where it, it's actually being intentional and leaving my phone behind or off. I found that basically I'm addicted if I'm not careful to my um, iPhone 6S Plus because it has everything of interest in the world. But what I do is when I'm, you know, when I go back off this call, I will probably leave my phone in the room for six hours or so because my family and my kids know that dad is truly with us being intentional when I don't have the temptation of my phone. So I am on vacation sort of thing at the moment. So, you know, it's not like I do that every day, but that's probably the best example just right now where I'm trying to be incredibly intentional in my leadership inside my family and knowing my tendency and my pattern would be if I'm not stimulated, if I'm not interested, then there's always a text, an email, a Facebook post, an Instagram that easily distracts me 
from basically truly being present with the people I love most. That's a terrible confession, but there you go. That's, <laughs> that's my challenge for intentionality right now as we're being real with each other and also with those who are listening. I'm sure I'm not well, the only one out there. Yeah, no, I think you are. I think you're the only person that is. No, I'm joking. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, Thank you for your words of encouragement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone else has that figured out, but uh, waiting on you. Um, next week, we'll actually, or sorry, the next episode, we'll actually get into the five gears and we'll give a real specific um, uh, instructions and thoughts of how you can actually um, uh, work on that. I know. I'm not saying to you. I'm saying to the listener uh, that that you and I have written the five gears. I'm hearing it as judgment and criticism. So don't worry, carry on, Jeremy. That's good. So, um, but no, I, I think you're right on. But if you think about the idea of being intentional with yourself, one of the things I love about travel, um, I love airplanes. And that may sound weird, but for me, uh, airplanes for me are a discipline area where I can organize my thought and I can organize my uh, work and get a lot of things done and accomplished. And so I've had so much time on the airplane, I've been very intentional. And so for me, I love to think about the future. So one of the things I've done, this may just be helpful for anyone listening, is I've just started thinking about uh, proactively about uh, marriage, my marriage, my kids, uh, what do I hope for them, what do I want for them, uh, what are some ideas, things that we could do. And from that time, um, I've been able to jot down some some ideas. Now then I have to go tell you know talk to my wife, who uh, you know may go oh, that's a stupid idea or that's a great idea you know depending on what it is. Um, it, but a lot of people don't have that time to to think necessarily from an airplane perspective. So you may want just to carve out some time and say hey, I'm going to take 30 minutes and think intentionally. It could be about yourself. It could be about again your spouse, your your family, or your team. And to think, what, what needs to happen to get to the next level? Uh, what needs to happen? What would, be, what would be life-giving? What would be healthy? What would be helpful? Uh, again, in my marriage, in my kids, with, with my kids. Um, so one of the things I've, I've done here recently is I've intentionally, I have an 18-year-old, and she's about to go to college in two weeks, and she's got some great friends. And so we have scheduled a, um, a personality night where I'm basically helping people understand themselves, know their personality, they go through our best fit, we're going to go a little bit through five voices, and we're going to help them understand who they are before they go to college. Well, that's just me wanting to pour in and knowing that I've got an opportunity, one last opportunity to pour into them before they all go to school. So that's a, that's a way of being intentional um, and, and planning. I'm sure there's lots of other things I'm not doing intentionally right now, I'm missing but what, I'll, but what I'll tell you is that that feeling of being proactive and intentionally having a plan, kind of like, like you've done, Steve. I've watched you. You've had an intentional plan for these six weeks, and you've kind of mapped it out with, with friends. Well, that, um, my assumption is that's life-giving because you were proactive. Um, so when you're proactive and intentional, it actually fuels you um, from, from my perspective. No, I mean... And I think I think the thing is the reason why we we almost sound like we're being anally attentive on this stuff is because for both of our wirings and personality this is not our natural behaviour. I think farming, you know, I think farming basically for you gave you that kind of something of the discipline pattern. I know you've talked a lot about your 
you're combining for hours long before they had mobile phones and just making intentional plans for your future. And you, you are, I genuinely believe you're better at doing this than just about anybody I know, Joe, who's wired your way. Your intentionality with family. I, I you know, I look, I look at it, I seek to imitate the pieces of it. And I think that just, you know, for those of you out there, is find the things that you struggle most with. So, for example, some of you are listening to this going, guys, I have absolutely no issue with discipline. I structure my day. I'm at the gym at 4.30. You know, I work my way through the day. That's how I do it. And I'm very, very intentional in every area of my life. Well, the reality is you'll have other areas of weakness and challenge and things that frustrate you. It may be for you, how do you learn to relax? How do you learn to be present with people with no real agenda or no real tasks to talk about? All we know is... Every single one of us has tendencies and patterns which tend to undermine our influence. So whatever they are for you, the question we're asking today is, what would it look like to be intentional? What would it look like to take some time, whether you're flying, to actually ask yourself, what needs to be intentional in me so that actually I can then be intentional in those other circles of influence with my family, with my friends, with my team, with my organization in the wider community you will see breakthrough i mean we, we hear stories all the time you know we had a amazing week in atlanta where we were running through xcore again and probably your favorite moment in the world Jez, is the celebration dinner at the end of a year program where people talk about the breakthroughs they've seen in their lives you, what were some of the highlights from the last one we did, we just did in atlanta Jez? do you remember any of them for you yeah, yeah. Just having people uh, get to the point where they got to see themselves for the first time and celebrate the fact that they really, truly uh, feel like they can actually lead themselves. Uh, then there was lots and lots of celebration of breakthrough, of uh, reconciliation with relationships, or uh, I can talk to my boss now, or uh, my son will listen to me. You know, I think we get that one a lot. Of, uh, I've been a, dom a dominator most of my life, and I've been intentional with being a liberator, and my son is responding to that. And, you know, so I think that's the, that's the thing I love about Giant and what we're trying to do here is we're simply trying to get people to understand that, like, leadership is a lifestyle. And if you, are, if you learn to be intentional with it and be for others on a consistent basis, then that liberation brings freedom to other people and it brings freedom to yourself. And then you become a person that people want to follow, uh, not that people just have to follow. So with being intentional though, it just requires uh, a shift in mindset. And again, it kind of shifts everything to think about other people. And you, you can only do that though when you're secure and you're healthy and you're confident uh, and you're humble, and you're humble with yourself. Uh, that's the only time that it actually works. Because if you're self-consumed or narcissistic, it's really, really difficult. So um, that's really what we're imploring people to do: is just get to the point where they can truly uh, learn to to know themselves and, and be okay with what they see. That we're not, you're not condemning yourself. You're just saying, "Wow, I do that, don't I?" And if you then become intentional about working on that and growing, then there's positive consequences that come from that. And people around you will see it. So um, with that, I'm going to finish this and say um, we wish you well. Fight the good fight. Go for it. Uh, be intentional, uh, not accidental. And then next time, we'll talk about the five gears. And I think you'll love 
what we go through and what you learn from that process if you haven't already read the Five Peers book. So until next time, I wish, Steve and I wish you the very best. So thanks for being a part of the Liberator Podcast. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening. That concludes today's episode of the Liberator Podcast from Giant Worldwide. You can find out more information about us online at giantworldwide.com.